This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Tuesday, May the 4th, 2021. It is just after 1.30 in the afternoon here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Uh, before I get into this message, I have to reference this because I keep hearing this on the radio and on TV. Uh, you know, May 4th. I keep hearing, you know, uh, may the fourth be with you, referencing, you know, Star Wars and uh, like, you know, I think the uh, the New York Mets are doing something tonight about about this, you know, may the fourth be with you. And I just, uh, my wife and I were talking about it last night. This seems to be a new a new phenomenon that referencing, the, you know, the Star Wars and May 4th, unless, unless it's been going on for years, I just never heard it. But uh, in any event... Uh, neither one of us are, are sold on it. I'm not necessarily, I don't think I'm, I'm a fan of this. It just, quite honestly, it just seems too forth. My attempted humor. Uh, getting into the importance of this message. So in the month of May, the church, the Catholic Church, dedicates the entire month of May to the Blessed Mother Mary. Okay, so I want to make sure that, so with regards to this podcast, Jesus Only Speaks the Truth, this month, every podcast that comes out in the month of May, will have a specific emphasis on our Blessed Mother Mary. And today, I want to ask an opening question. Would you like to see miracles in your own life? Would you like to see miracles in your own life? I often ask people this question. I say, do you know, you know, uh, I say, do you know what the first miracle Jesus worked in Scripture is? Do you know what that, the answer to that question is? Because I, I do. I have it right here. All right. It's, it's in the Gospel of St. John, chapter 2, verses 3 to 11. Now, this is where Jesus begins his public ministry. Now, you could obviously make the, the, the case that the birth of Jesus is miraculous. And of course, that that is. I'm referring to with regards to the public ministry of Jesus, the very first miracle that Jesus works during his public ministry is this right here. The Gospel of St. John, chapter 2, uh, verses 3 to 11. Scripture reads, When the wine ran out, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with you and me? My hour is not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now, there were six water pots of stone set there after the Jews' way of purifying, containing two or three meters apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the pots with water. So they filled them up to the brim. Jesus said to them, now draw some out and take it to the ruler of the feast. So they took it when the ruler of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and didn't know where it came from. But the servants who had drawn the water knew. The ruler of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first. And when the guests have drunk freely, then that which is worse. You have kept the good, you have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of his signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Amen. Now, I'm going to take this verbatim from the book that I wrote, Jesus Only Speaks the Truth. This is uh, chapter 14, page 98. I wrote, Would it be safe to say that Jesus was resistant at first to perform the miracle? Would it be fair to say that his mother Mary helped to persuade her son to perform this miracle? 
This is why we pray to Mary, and this is God's book, because it is God's word. Everything written has a reason. There's no accidents in the Bible. As we already know, Jesus has power and authority over all things in heaven and on earth. Why would Jesus allow this story to be told in this manner if he did not want us to see the influence of his own mother? Do I think Jesus wants us to worship his mother Mary? No. Worship is reserved for God alone. Do I think Jesus wants us to love his mother Mary? Yes. Why wouldn't he? Again, I take it from my book, Jesus Only Speaks the Truth, chapter 14, page 98, pages 97 and 98. So, another point I want to make, so uh, the reason I wanted to tell that story is because that's the very first miracle Jesus works. We see the influence of his mother. And I want to, so you may be saying, well, this podcast is called Jesus Only Speaks the Truth. Why the emphasis on the Blessed Mother Mary? My answer to that question will be exactly what I just read in terms of what you're reading out of Scripture, that Jesus himself allowed the very first of his miracles in his public ministry to be seen through the influence of his mother. That, there is no, there is, there's no doubt about that, and there's clearly a reason for that. The other thing, and you've heard me answer this question many times, is we have to look to, if Jesus did not address a very certain or specific, I should say, uh, situation in scripture. No, well, even if Jesus did, we must also, if we're going to believe that Jesus only speaks the truth, that Jesus is God, that everything he says is true, right? Jesus says he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. Therefore, by definition, right, everything that Jesus says must be true. So the question is, well, did Jesus found a church? If you're going to rely on this church, and the answer is, of course, yes, yes, he did. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I quote this scripture verse often because it's critical, because then it forces us to ask ourselves, what does the church say on a certain situation? Gospel say Matthew chapter 16, verses 18 to 19, Jesus says, and I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock will my church be based, and the doors of hell will not overcome it. I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever is fixed by you on earth will be fixed in heaven, and whatever you make free on earth will be made free in heaven. Amen. You know, this scripture verse answers so much. This is the founding of the Catholic Church. I talk about this all the time. This is why we can date, we can, we can chronologically go back through history and date Pope Francis all the way back to St. Peter at the time, Pope Peter, and go back, and there's no breakage in the lineage. What church did Jesus found 2,000 years ago? Catholic Church, right? I talk about this all the time. For 1,400 years, every single Christian was a Catholic. 1,400 and some years, right? Until Martin Luther came along and began the Protestant Reformation. So my point is, is we ask ourselves, okay, what does Jesus say about praying to Mary? What does the church that Jesus founded say about praying to Mary? And we have our answer. So now I want to get into a very specific devotion. It's, it's become one of my very favorite devotions. It's the Miraculous Medal. If you have not begun this devotion to the Miraculous Medal, let today be, to, to, let today be the day. Don't wait anymore. No, for years on my journey of faith, I mean for years, I put this devotion off. I even had a friend of mine purchase and give to me Miraculous Medals and I never wore them. I'm embarrassed to say that. I should have put them on immediately. I now wear a Miraculous Medal, and I have no intentions of ever taking it off, and I love this devotion. So 
What I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a story. This is the this is the the story of the miraculous medal. This is this is why we do it. I think origins are so important. We have to know why we do things, right? So what is the reason? What is the reason that okay? This, talking about a miraculous medal, I, I, I'm going to just start telling the story. First of all, this I'm taking this verbatim uh, from the Sisters of Charity of Our Lady, the Mother of the Church, out of Connecticut. Uh, 54 West Main Street, looks like Baltic, Connecticut. And this is a book that's called My Treasured Catholic. And this is a quick story about the miraculous medal of our Blessed Mother. I'm going to read verbatim. On July 18th, 1830, at the age of 24 in the Motherhouse Chapel of the Daughters of Charity in Paris, France, St. Catherine Labouret received an outstanding grace. She had been awakened that night by her guardian angel in the form of a beautiful child. The angel said to her sister, Catherine, come to the chapel. The Blessed Virgin is waiting for you. In the chapel, Our Lady appeared to her and said, my child, I'm going to give you a mission. This mission was to invite all people, young and old, to grow in holiness and to place themselves at the service of others, especially the poor. Four months later, in another vision, Sister Catherine Labore learned that she was to introduce the medal of the Immaculate Conception to the whole world. During this apparition, our Blessed Mother was standing on the world with a serpent under her feet, symbolizing the crushing of Satan. Her arms were outstretched and powerful rays of light shone forth. Mary explained that these rays symbolize the graces she obtains for all who seek her intercession. Appearing around this vision of the Blessed Virgin with words, O Mary conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. These elements were to comprise the front of the medal. Then the vision revealed the reverse side of the medal. St. Catherine saw a cross with a bar at its feet that was intertwined with the letter M. Beneath the letter were the hearts of Jesus and Mary both surmounted by flames of love. One heart bore a crown of thorns. That was the sacred heart of Jesus. The other heart was pierced by a sword. It was the immaculate heart of Mary. Encircling all of these were 12 stars, symbol, symbolic of the 12 apostles, representing the entire church. The Blessed Mother then said, Have a medal. Pardon me. The Blessed Mother then said, Have a medal struck after this model. All who wear this medal will receive great favors. Favors will abound if it is warm with devotion. Extraordinary answers to prayer occurred immediately. And this medal came to be known throughout the world as the miraculous medal. Amen. Now I'm also holding in, in 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 my other in my other hand here the perpetual novena in honor of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal from the Shrine of the Miraculous Medal in Germantown, Pennsylvania, which is a section of Philadelphia. I'm not going to read that entire story o over again. Uh, what I am going to do because it, this 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 tells the story and it, it adds one more one more important line that I. Uh, the original story I just told did not, and that is the Blessed Mother re uh, requested we wear this medal around our neck, that we wear the miraculous medal around your neck. Now, the important thing is that you wear the medal and that it's it's worn with devotion, 
right? And confidence in our Blessed Mother's protection. What does that mean, devotion? Well, at the very least, what it means is making the sign of the cross and saying that prayer on the medal frequently. Opportunities through the day. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're walking. Maybe you're, you have a few minutes. Whatever the case is. And that prayer again is, Oh, Mary conceived without sin. Pray for us who have recourse to thee. Now you may be saying, where do I get a miraculous medal? If you have, if you're listening to the podcast, you have access to the internet. We do this entirely, uh, you know, through the through the uh, through the Facebook page, through the through the podcast. That's how this is done. So, in other words, I know you have the internet. So, search the miraculous medal. Buy yourself. Do what you have to do to get a miraculous medal. Order it online. Now. What I recommend, if you have a priest friend or you have an opportunity to get to church and have a deacon or a priest bless the medal, do that. But remember this, the catechism of the Catholic Church gives you, as a baptized Catholic, authority to bless images such as the miraculous medal. Very simple blessing that you could ask. When you hold that medal newly in your hand, this is something I would say. Lord Jesus, humbly I seek your holy blessing upon this miraculous medal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We have every reason to believe that Jesus would hear and answer that prayer. As baptized Catholics, the catechism is clear. We have the authority to to bless holy images such as the miraculous medal, the sacred image. I discussed this in previous podcasts. Now, I began... Wearing a miraculous medal, it probably would have been about October or November of 2019. Okay, October or or or, uh, or possibly yeah, I'm going to say October, November 2019. So what changed in my life? Okay, all right. If you go back and you were to listen to podcasts I've done three, four, five years ago, you would hear many times I'm on that podcast talking about financial struggles that I'm currently in. Talked about it all the time. And I knew, I just knew in my heart, Jesus would resolve these issues. He would handle them for me. Now, why am I saying this? Because I've accumulated through my own faults, through business investments, through other things, all sorts of things, personal debt. I've Keep it simple. I've accumulated a mountain of debt. A mountain of debt. Do I still have a mountain of debt? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. However, what has changed since I've been, two things, two things happened in my life. All right. I began a devotion to the miraculous infant Jesus. I basically, I began that devotion really in the summer of 2018. And I really took it to a whole new level about February of 2019. And I began the miraculous metal devotion. Like I said, the fall, October, November of 2019. Since I began both of those devotions, this is the truth. This is what Jesus has had me doing. Be- practicing these devotions and my I used to have you would not believe. You would not believe how many uh collection calls I've received. I used to receive. You would not believe how many letters in the mail I used to. I mean I could go on and on and on. It got to the point where my family members were actually receiving collection calls on my behalf. Really, that you talk about, oh, uh, feeling helpless, feeling frustrated. You you can't, com- I don't know, perhaps you can't comprehend it, but I'll tell you right now, it was an awful experience. Since I began a devotion to the miraculous infant Jesus, which I talk a lot about on this podcast, you can find it on this podcast. 
since I began a devotion to the miraculous infant Jesus and a devotion to the Blessed Mother through the miraculous medal, all those calls, they don't happen anymore. They're resolved. I have deals with all these companies and I pay a monthly amount and they're all, you know, it's still have to pay it off. Didn't, it didn't, didn't vanish. This debt didn't vanish. It's still there, but I'm paying it off and it's under control. Every once in a while, I get a call from one of these companies saying you have to renew your contract. Call them back, get the renewal of the contract, and we move on. But I'm telling you right now, it is a miracle. If you knew that, the, the, I mean, and when I say that is this. If I told you the amount of debt that I've accumulated, and you know, you could go through the data and probably find out, okay, what happens when a person who accumulates this much debt and makes this, and, and, the, and their income is this, what is the chances of them not filing for bankruptcy or not having whatever, like what are the chances of having it under control? It's probably like 1%. I mean, I don't even know, but it's probably, I don't know the data on that, but it's probably so low, probably under percentage point. I have it under control, not because of me, but because of miracles, because of the miraculous infant Jesus, because of the devotion to the Blessed Mother through the miraculous medal. I can't, another thing is this, even just like with more peace in my life, this is another thing, you know, I, I think this is probably one of the biggest differences too, since I began this devotion to the miraculous metal. I have become so much less combative. You know, I love to win and you may too, you brothers, I love to win too. And I, I still love to win. Do not misunderstand me. But what I really, what my, my emphasis on victory or winning has changed since I've really began this devotion to the miraculous man. I've really amped it up. I've, well, I've really turned it up, I'd say, over the last four months. So even though I began it, you know, began wearing the medal October, uh, November 2019, I guess truthfully, I guess I really didn't believe, as I'm saying out loud now, I really didn't begin, begin that devotion to the to the miraculous medal since over the last like four months or so. Well, what's, what's happened? I began doing this podcast again. There were some things that had, uh, you know, professionally, I wasn't really able to do it, but now I, I am able again. That's that's an awesome answer to prayer, right? Uh, another thing with regards to my, I've become so much less combative. I, I'm not, instead of like com competing to win a debate, I'm, I really feel like I'm competing to win people over to Jesus and Mary and let them, let Jesus and Mary handle the conversion of that person. All I need to do is lead them to Jesus and Mary. So I, I can say that in terms of uh, a certain certain level of peace and a certain clarity of thought, I become uh, more clear in my thinking, more focused on on, on the mission that, that God has laid out upon my life, which if you're wondering, is this podcast is a big part of this. Uh, to, this is a this is a big, big part of the mission. So, and there, I've had a newfound uh, fire for this podcast. I'll tell you another story. I'll tell you why. Yeah, and and if you're wondering, if you're wondering how to begin a devotion to the miraculous metal, it's there's a lot of flexibility in how you begin this devotion. But at its simplest terms, you have to get the miraculous metal. And when you get the miraculous medal, like I said, pray the prayer on the medal, preferably out loud, begin with the sign of the cross, and then say, you know, begin with the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then you say, of course, O Mary conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. And say it three times. Say it 
I, a lot of times I'll try to say if I can say it 13 times. The Blessed Mother, the number 13 is important to the Blessed Mother Mary. Uh, that's why in their apparitions of Fatima, she always appeared on the 13th of every month. Um, so, so remember that's a very a holy Marian number. So, uh, uh, I will a lot of times try to say it 13 times if at all possible. I, mean, I can say it more. I'll say it more, right? But what you're doing is, you will see quick answers to prayer. You'll see quick favors, and you can also make this consecration to the miraculous medal, which. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. I, I have to, I'm going to read it right now, and then I'm going to tell one last story here uh, just about what happened yesterday. And I, and I credit that to our Blessed Mother's intercession through the Miraculous Medal. But here's like, this is another prayer you can say. This is called the Miraculous Medal Prayer. Again, take it from the same book from, as I mentioned, Sisters of Charity of Our Lady Mother of the Church from Baltic, Connecticut. Miraculous Medal Prayer. Let's say the way it should be said. I'm going to make the sign of the cross. Make it, I'm going to make it in a prayer form. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The Miraculous Medal Prayer. O Virgin Mother of God, Mary Immaculate, we dedicate and consecrate ourselves to you under the title of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal. May this medal be for each one of us a sure sign of your affection for us and a constant reminder of our duties toward you. Ever while wearing it, may we be blessed by your loving protection and preserved in the grace of your Son, Jesus Christ. O most powerful Virgin, Mother of our Savior, keep us close to you every moment of our lives. Obtain for us, your children, the grace of a happy death, so that in union with you we may enjoy the bliss of heaven forever. Amen. I remind you what our Blessed Mother says. Have a medal struck after this model. All who wear this medal will receive great favors. Favors will abound if it is warm with devotion. This is the truth. Now, yesterday, the Maya story. Yesterday, my wife and I had to get our taxes done. And and we uh, we have... Uh, we have the, our tax accountant is... She's magnificent. Um, she's in... Uh, City of Philadelphia, keep it simple. The city of Philadelphia. So we live in the suburbs of Philadelphia. We live in a place called Bucks County, Pennsylvania, north and east of the city. So it's a bit of a bit of a drive to get into this, to, to where she is in the city. Uh, she's kind of close to center city of Philadelphia, downtown, kind of close to that area. So we're making our way down, and we and there's a detour. We're talking about I-95, close to rush hour traffic, uh, and it, it's just a nightmare. Simply put, and part of it was my own fault. I'll admit, kind of. Uh, uh, probably should have taken a different exit, but regardless, it was a brutal traffic situation with detours and all kinds of stuff. And we got we got railroaded, and what should have taken forty five minutes took like an hour, fifteen minutes, maybe hour twenty minutes. So we're running late, and 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 it's all you. Know, it took for it was so difficult to get this appointment. She's so good, she's hard to get hard to get an appointment with her. So we finally get an appointment. It was three thirty on a Monday, and we're rushing down there, and now we're really late because we got bounced in traffic, detours, the whole thing. It's a nightmare. By the way, we're driving through, at this point, a very dangerous section of the city. It's another part of this story. So my wife and I, just we, we instantaneously, we both wear the miraculous medal, we uh, make the sign of the cross, and we begin saying that prayer. We just said it over and over again. O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. We're saying it over and over and over and over again. So about 3.30, we had to call the office. We couldn't get a hold of anybody. So we ended up showing up at like 3.48, 3.49. Now, unbeknownst to us, our accountant had a 4 o'clock appointment scheduled 
Now, it takes more than 10 minutes to do the taxes, right? So uh, when we walk in, the first thing she says to my wife is, oh, I'm so glad it worked out that you're here. My 4 o'clock just canceled. Her 4 o'clock appointment just canceled. What am I getting at? So she was able to do her taxes, got a nice refund, all the fun stuff. But the point I'm making is that her appointment at 4 o'clock, if it had kept, we wouldn't have been able to get our taxes done. And it was going to take like a whole nother week or so to book the appointment. And then they have to do the whole same thing and rearrange the schedule. It just would have been a headache. I'm not saying it wouldn't have got done. It just would have added a lot of stress in our lives. What happened? That didn't happen. The appointment was canceled. We had our taxes done and done and done. And my wife even said to me, I said, what would we have done if they didn't cancel our appointment? I said, well, our blessed mother interceded. And they canceled their appointment. Now you may now listen. What I'm trying to say is that favors abound. There's things that happen in your daily life. You're going to have constant intercession from our blessed Mother Mary, who, as you heard in that story at the wedding feast of Cana, has an influential role in our Lord Jesus Christ performing His first miracles. So when I ask this question. Would you like to see miracles in your own life? I know you're answering yes to that question. Who wouldn't? I urge you with everything. I urge you. I urge you. Begin a devotion to the Miraculous Medal. Begin a devotion to the Miraculous Medal. You will not regret it. You will not be disappointed. You will rejoice. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for listening, supporting, sharing the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.